0: Uh, Listen <laughs> now
1: Our uh, wrestling question comes from my very good friend at Written Consent. Uh, I've been on his show. Uh, I, he was on mine. And uh, he asked me, what was my favorite ECW world champion? Now, I'm going to throw
0: it to Ethan John first. Yeah. Uh, probably Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Was Hacksaw he? Jim Duggan. Perfect. <laughs> no, he, no he he, not, he, he, not, not. Yeah, I don't know. You no, know, keep guessing. Cactus Jack. Uh, oh. You know what? I'm gonna give you Cactus Jack because I think he I was think... a guy. Well, I mean, I know he was a guy, but he was an ECW guy. He was an ECW guy.
1: Um, don't know if he held the belt as Cactus Jack, but I'm gonna say he did, and I'm gonna give you well, points one for of it. one
0: of the triumvirate of of mankind, Cactus Jack or Dude Love. Uh, I very much like that you knew Dude Love. Oh my god, yes. I just had a realization. That's that's like the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. Like that's a Holy Trinity right there. Basically, so, basically, what I'm what I'm positing yeah, wait, is right. that is that he. So, uh, so dude so love is obviously the holy spirit. Right. Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But uh, uh uh his his actual name is escaping me right now. Mick Foley. Mick Foley. He might be the second comic, is all I'm getting at.
1: Interesting. Wait, 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 let's try to figure this out though. So Cactus Jack
0: It's almost like more like the, 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 the that it's more the 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 ego and the super ego. Like it feels like it'd be more sort of a psychological thing rather than No, the no, holy I think thing, you're, no, I think you're
1: right about the whole Spirit. I think Cactus Jack is the father or like the Old Testament. Right. Oh, yeah, sure totally. The vengeful spirit and then the son being the the flesh of mankind, mankind, right. bringing into mankind the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit being dude love, the totality of love that when Jesus gave himself upon the cross on the hill on Golgotha, brought it forth into a new into a new generation, the ability to be freed from your sins, no, I think freed that's from totally your right. characters, and is born from the ashes three right. days later. Nick well, Foley, professional writer.
0: And much like uh, uh, mankind, like our pursuit to create like AI and stuff like that, mankind has Mr. Sacco.
1: This like is he's true. he's
0: created life. Oh, even worse, Jesus in the tomb. What what held the t- what held the tomb closed? Uh, a stone,
1: a giant rock, rock right. and sock connection. Tag team won the belts on multiple occasions. Wow,
0: yeah. Holy shit. We just we just Da Vinci coded this up. At McFoley, dear Mick,
1: <laughs> I need you to listen to 15 minutes into my podcast where we claim that you are the the uh, the Messiah made flesh. I Try it,
0: see, to see if he listens.
1: I didn't. I to, love that guy.
0: He is amazing. What, what, McFoley? Yeah, Foley. Yeah, Mick Foley. yeah like, I he's just—he's just, he's too, just yeah. like every interview I've seen with him, and and like all stuff. Like people stopped following him because like he was promoting this women's charity, like this uh, charity yeah, to way, help abused yeah, yeah. women. Yeah, way too much. Which I don't—I yeah. <laughs> don't know. Which is just kind of funny to me, but uh, whatever. No, I love Mick Foley.
1: I'm a firm advocate of the McFoley.
0: Yeah.
1: I, um the The Messiah thing reminded me. I posted it, and it's long, and the first part's boring, but once it starts getting going, it's amazing. You didn't happen to watch that Viserian video that I posted the the Siberian Jesus? No. So he's he's this guy that claims to be the Messiah. He lives in the like uh, the, the the I'm gonna say the Ural Mountains. Sure, uh, sure. The Russia Mountains, maybe the Caucasus. Who cares? He's on that mountain. He's got thousands of followers across the world, and he claims to be Jesus, and he looks exactly like Jesus. And uh, he's got these followers, and so they had uh, this guy that was, like, a a top monk in the Krishna consciousness uh, order come and talk to him on camera, and they did, like, an hour interview with each other, and it's fucking fascinating, like, once it starts to get going, because the Krishna guy's, like, kind of, his mind's getting blown, and it was really interesting, like, I don't know what the fuck to think of it, but... I don't know anybody that would watch it. So, but I it just the Messiah thing reminded me of, I, people at home, look up Visarian Talks to, uh, uh, actually, I'll put the link on the website. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, is it
0: on the Facebook page?
1: Uh, it might be. Actually, I think I did post it on the Facebook page. Yeah, facebook.com. Yes. Uh, oh, hey, you know this other good Facebook page? Uh, one that I also created, facebook.com slash the standard PDX. Oh, yes, that's a quality Facebook page. It is a quality Facebook page. You know what else is quality about it? The quality prices they offer. I was going at- to say, it's
0: an even better bar.
1: At the Standard, which yeah. oddly enough exists on Northeast 22nd Ave in beautiful Northeast Portland. 14 Northeast 22nd Ave. 14 Northeast 22nd Ave. If you're going down Burnside, you make a right. If you're going up Burnside, you make a left. Oh, it's right there. Just look for the look for the statue of a bull and just look across the street. And that statue of a bull, it's not gilded. So you can feel free as a Christian to come in to the Standard. What I'd like you to do at the Standard is uh, come meet me Saturday, Sunday nights you know what sunday night is two dollar it's beautiful oh. i sit there i type my words i do editing i get harassed by people and uh that doesn't happen everybody's friendly and lovely i shouldn't say that harassing thing well
0: friendly harassment friendly harassment like 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 given the business yeah like uh like kind of natured
1: ribbing rubbing your back you know gently sure. you know but gently but gently but i really do love the standard i'm not kidding like i, I say it every time but like i've had there, i've had a their bartender on three times now it's going to be four soon yeah
0: that's that's how we met
1: that's how john and i met yeah i'm I'm a fucking massive fan of the place and i'm honored to have them as a as a sponsor for the show so if you're ever passing through portland make sure to uh take a out to stop by it's a great place to uh, bring your friends and make sure to tell them the i sent you um i mean you don't really have to because i'd be uncomfortable by that but like you no write do. it down and and say it you know you do, yeah, because yeah, I would just like do. yeah, because I really I want to keep this going for a while. And... Well
0: just do because I want to know what the reaction is. They'll probably go, All right. And then just pour you a drink.
1: Yeah, that's true. But you know, maybe they'll report back.
0: Yeah, well if it's Jess, she'll probably give you a high five. No, no,
1: if it's Jess, yeah, it should be really it should be it yeah. should be good. Reed would know. Actually, pretty much it's just not An- Annalise. That's I think she's the only one that would. <laughs> what? <wouldn't>. Yeah, what? <laughs> Who's Alex? The Oh the ah, long hair. <laughs> So, yeah, that is that is the standard, and that's uh, that's the last of anything I plug tonight, so that should be good. Oh, you know, actually, it's not the last thing I plug. I want to say this because I haven't said it in a while. The two main amazing things that can happen to me, there's three of them, is, is the audibletrial.com slash alexcast uh, uh, saying shit to the standard because I love that place. And they do, But um, I always forget because everybody thought it was like a holiday thing. Uh, if you go to alexcast.com, click the Amazon uh, logo. Before you buy shit on Amazon, I get a little cut. It's completely free to you. Uh, that'd be cool.
0: Yeah, I did it. Yeah,
1: John did. I got I got credits uh, uh, against yeah. his and John's lovely, lovely uh, girlfriend did it as well. Yeah. See, and
0: we're we're both still standing.
1: Yes. In fact, I got my first Amazon payment uh, today of twelve dollars and seventy something cents.
0: Ooh, dollars, dollars.
1: Well, that's from the November thing, because it goes like months back. So the, the Christmas... Oh, so the Christmas one has yet to show has up. Has yet to... Yeah, yeah, the Christmas... I've seen the, the the funding in the account, but it takes a couple months to, to clear oh, nice. whatever the hell it does. I don't fucking know. Yeah, bank stuff. Yeah, you know the government. What can you do? What you can know? you do? You know, you try to argue, but what? Who's gonna listen? You know, right. fill out form A, talk to a geek guy B. And what am I doing? I'm sitting here and lying, just going, "Hey, i will just your everyday schlub." And that's why I love my other sponsor, TurboTax.com. Guys, I could.
0: <laughs> oh, I was like, "Wow, you've got another sponsor." That would have
1: been the best segue ever. And yeah. Unfortunately, I don't. No, that's all my sponsors. But uh, no one ever listens to me, and then feels free. Oh, yeah, by the way, fuck all you. I'm gonna yell at my audience for a second. Pardon me, John. Yeah, okay, no guys, problem. But feel
0: free to uh, agree with me. I'm kind of in your audience too, so that's if what if, I sort of if
1: you guys feel the need to write me to tell me something that needs to be corrected about the show, that's all I do. And, and, yeah, but you're fine because okay, you you what one and the, the here. Let me second part of this, and you haven't donated, click the Amazon link, uh, Audible thing, uh, d- 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 click like on the standard. If you just have listened to me for all these fucking months and not done shit, and then feel that you can write in to complain, fuck you, fuckstick. You're, of course, allowed to write it and complain. That's fine. But I'm not going to be nice to you, you dick. Start a line with, hey, uh, remember I donated it, or hey, I just clicked the Audible link. Now I want to tell you this, because you know what? I'd be fine with that. You click the Audible link, then send me a, 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 a an email about how I treated Bill poorly. I will gladly accept that email, and I'll, fuck, I'll write you back. I'll send you a signed copy of a picture of my dick. But don't do really? it if you haven't. No, of course oh. not. Yeah. I mean, if, if that's going to get people to do it, yes, I will. But I'm not going to at all.
0: Never. Well, I so so it's it's, it's sort of a uh, it's almost like an Alex Club thing where it's like sort of like a Kickstarter thing, but it's like if you want to complain, it's five bucks. It's very similar to that, except for the fact
1: that like that's not fair, and what I'm doing isn't fair. It's just I've been saying like subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes since I don't know a year ago, a year and a half mm-hmm. ago when I got onto iTunes. I have eighteen ratings on there, right? That's fucking embarrassing for the amount of downloads I get. Like in the, fifteen minutes after I post an episode, I've tripled that number. Like, I, sure. I, I, f- fuck you, people.
0: <laughs> let me let me just say this in my defense. Is someone yeah. just gotten your your podcast from iTunes? Yeah.
1: yeah. It takes it's so quick. Yeah, it, just uh, no. There's no ad. Ha- it's, so it's so it's quick. It's so the typing. No, and- no typing. Kick. You click. You click the star. <sighs> click a star. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Click a star. It's a star. I don't click. I do
0: want to touch stars.
1: No, it's a star click. It's, no. All right. Well, apparently we don't have a Mario Brothers fan in the room. That's
0: fine. Way to go. You don't click on stars. You collect stars.
1: All right. Well, then collect five stars, son. On, um. I don't
0: collect. I'm giving them to you. I played Mario Party. That shit is terrible. If I'm giving you stars. I didn't play Mario Party. Oh, Mario Party is the fucking worst. Uh-huh. It's like a board game, but you play it, and then it was just like so like so you achieve stars by like winning events, stuff like that. But then at the end of the game, it just gives away stars. Like they're like anyone. Like hey, your birthday's coming up. Here's a star. Hey, you graduated sixth grade. Here's a star. And then you end up what you win by the amount of stars you have, by the way. Uh and so it's just it's bullshit. Hey, John. Yeah. I have very strong feelings about Mario Kart. If you Mario could Party.
1: if you could steal one power from a famous computer game character, what would it be? Oh my god. Look at that fucking wow, segue. That's, that's a good from, segue. That's, that's from, a good segue. Monkey uh, uh, Magic Eden.
0: Monkey Oh uh, man, that is way too many. Um probably I would do the uh uh rot right top of my head, uh Prince of Persia, the the new batch. The, the the more recent parts of Bersh Games where you can go back in time, like just rewind time a, a set amount, like just boop. I would do that all the time if I could because I would just – because I say the dumbest things all the time. And if it didn't work or just I regret the things I say most of the time and so I could just rewind. Yeah. You know, all the – I would do that. Anything Anything in general that involves time manipulation, that's kind of what I'm about.
1: All right. Um – Famous computer game character, what would it be? See, I, I wrote back. I, I said that was perfect, Eden, because uh, uh, the guy I'm having on actually plays video games. That's true. And then, um, uh, I guess, uh, you know want to go with um, uh, Link from The Legend of Zelda. I would love to be able to pick up keys. Another question coming in. Those are is, just
0: thumbs. Just get
1: thumbs. Well, look at Mr. Upright Ape just yeah. rubbing his anthropomorphism yeah. in my face. Fi- not anthropomorphism, oh, whatever.
0: Just whatever. You have hooves and it's weird is all I'm getting at. And I know no one has mentioned it yet, and I'm sorry to bring this up, but you have hooves and you should probably check that out.
1: It's, they're obviously made of duct tape. I'm just a fucking brony. Oh, okay.
0: Um, I, Applejack is that your favorite one? I've never seen That's it. The I, only just, I, literally, I literally know the name
1: Brony. And then when I was a kid, Darkheart was the name of the bad guy in the movie.
0: I thought Darkheart was from the Care Bears movie.
1: Okay, so i know nothing about my heart. little pony. Well, it's no, funny right, is, is is I, th- I do – I was absolutely thinking of Care Bears.
0: I, I will do occasionally uh, uh, geek trivia if I can make a plug uh, real quick. Geek trivia at the uh, Kennedy School. Womp, 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 womp. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's – yeah. Uh, it's um, – I don't know when it is. I don't have the schedule in front of me. But uh, look it, it up. every other Tuesday. It's every other Tuesday, whatever. Like I think it's next Tuesday. I don't know. I do it occasionally. But uh, there was a guy on the team I would play with. There was a question about bronies. And or or just My Little Pony, and he knew all the all the questions, and how you you score, uh, excuse me, how uh rounds are scored in between the rounds, you hand off your paper to someone else, and we found out we he got all of them right, and the person correcting our paper was furious at him for getting them all right. I'd be furious too. Yeah, but it's it's like I agree, like I it's weird, but yeah. it's also like when it's geek trivia and it's, you know you you know all that like the 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 nickname for uh firefly's wife or whatever um
1: firefly's wife
0: yeah 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 i'm i'm use, i'm doing the earth that you thing where you say the the uh the movie for the character you mean Mal? yeah the that guy character? yeah that you know it's, it's 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 a it's a madman lady uh you
1: seen madman Oh, you mean Christ- Christina Hendricks. Christina Hendricks. Yeah. yeah. It's,
0: it's she she in one episode, I like, that, yes. like she's supposed to be his right. wife or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. which by the way, I'll just make a little little side statement here. Uh, Firefly fans, Firefly fans, let it go. Like the, the fact that there are still people on the internet, like just complaining about like John, just let um, it go.
1: If I may out geek you for a second, Joss Whedon said after Avengers oh, 2, yep. I would love to revisit uh, the yeah. Firefly universe.
0: I hope the, he makes it good. I'll just say that.
1: Uh, I enjoy the other ones, but let me give you two quick things. Two. If you could put the little sleevey thing on there, mm-hmm. I'd very much appreciate it because I don't know if it picks up the recording. And then your feet are getting dangerously close to where things are yep. plugged in. I feel that. Okay, cool. Yeah. Are you gonna edit this out or just leave it in? There? No, I'm leaving it in. I don't give yeah. a fuck. It's not, yeah. Yeah. Who cares? No. It, like the cords are fine. It's just there's like a little like three thing that you're yep. moving towards, and I don't know what's plugged into there, but I assume it's probably important since it's plugged in to.
0: I got wild legs. There. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah,
1: that's fine. I'm not blaming you for anything.
0: But anyway, my point is, is that nerds were angry. That he knew uh, My Little Pony stuff.
1: I, I mean, I can But it is
0: weird. I mean, it's weird.
1: I can understand that on a certain level. Uh, the last episode, I was talking about eating guy over out England ways, and we were talking about the... the I think it was him. If it's not, I'll just give him credit for it. It's the want for uh, a term that ac- accurately depicts what a nerd and a geek is.
0: Yeah, see, the thing is, I, I, I'm actually more irritated by that argument than anything else. It's this whole, like... And it's this need to identify yourself as something and be like, yeah, oh, you're not a geek. I'm a real geek," which just who cares? Oh yeah, no, see that's yeah. not, no, that's
1: not the one that I'm referring to. I mean the, like, the hot chick that dresses in the slave lady. Like, I saw him a bunch of times, and right. like,
0: well, there's how- a huge contro, a huge like internet controversy, which is not- which means nothing, but uh, where there was a whole like fake girl geek thing like somewhat some nerd person made some comment about fake girl geeks like booth babes or something like that and yeah. all these girl geeks went like no we're real and that's it's it's true but like it's it's i don't know it's it's become this sort of like like to me like this sort of fake controversy where you're angry at teenage boys for having negative opinions of women it's sort of like or, or not having like like mature opinions of women and it's like that's ridiculous because i think i feel i think people fail to understand that it seems to be a lot of like the there's there's certainly people of our age on on internet nerd sites and stuff like that, but there's still a lot of flippin teenagers on there. Yeah, like Reddit is not gonna be like the most well thought out place ever, and uh, you're gonna get like nerds that are just like show me your boobs. Yeah, and it's because they've never seen a real human being ever. No, I understand. Yeah, you know, I got you there. Well, that, so I don't, I don't know nothing
1: about your internet controversy that you're describing. Right. I'm just referring to a commonality of language that existed when I was younger that doesn't exist now. To use the term nerd or geek connotes a little bit of outsiderdom, interested in kind of fringe weirdo shit. But now right. that fringe weirdo shit has become, there's the, a variant of it has become mm-hmm. popular. That term now encompasses more people than I think the term can fit while still having no I any agree. kind of descriptive property and that's more my issue with it not like i don't care what they can have those words i just for ease of language someone that likes my little ponies and and i were very different because that's a fun subculture that's like kind of pseudo ironic and like that has nothing to do with the nerddom that i grew up in right you know? well i
0: think that's sort of the and I think that's kind of what something that irritates me. And which, by the way, um, in that, in my previous hand, I'm not condoning the actions of people being assholes to to nerd ladies. No, yes, um,
1: John repeatedly punches
0: women. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm not condoning it. I'm I'm angry that it's not just me anymore. I thought that was my thing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, no, it's just it's this it's the sort of thing where it's it's almost like like the best the best way I can do it, and it's going to sound hipstery and terrible, is that uh, like I really like nine inch nails in high school. And then uh, they got huge on the radio. And like all these people that I didn't like started wearing Nine Inch Nails shirts. And it just like felt weird. That's kind of how I feel about nerddom now. Where it's it's either that it's just sort of like it's become expanded. So like all these pop-collar bros are way into video games now. And that – like it's just – it's more like uh, – I forget. I was listening to some podcast. I think it was the Dana Gould podcast, which is a great one. But you should listen to this one. They talk about like going to Comic-Con. Now if you go to Comic-Con, you see the people that used to beat you up for going to Comic-Con. Oh yeah, and I kind of feel like how that is. where it's just like it's become this mainstream thing, and it's I guess it's frustrating for for lack of a better term that like what I was ostracized, what I was ostracized for, is now mainstream, and it's not like I mean this is not like any kind of like civil rights thing, not anything like that. It's more just irritating that like now this is cool. I know they can vote. Yeah, no, it's just sort of weird that like. Like I was, I
1: thought yeah. it was cool, man. No, I that, okay. There is a certain amount of that, and I I'll even cop to the certain amount of that is within me.
0: Yeah, I'm more the. I'm not proud of it, but it's there.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I'll certainly admit to that. But my my problem is more the the archetype of person that fit those terms. Yeah. Now have the the people that used to beat you up. You know that. Right. Could, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But I need like another. I just need another adjective to suss out in that comic con because all the old all the people are still there. Or maybe they stopped going. I don't care. But like those people, like ourselves, are still there. Whatever that personality archetype, because like, what, you know, if we met, you know, earlier than we did, and the word still had a little bit of meaning, right. we just expedite the 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 getting to know each other process sure. kind of thing. And I just wanted, I just wanted, I just want a better adjective. Like I'm fine with the way that nerds and geeks is fine. It got popular. That's but cool, I I feel like
0: like like nerd like nerd and geek in uh, to me sort of in particularly like you know like Best Buy. It's sort of if you want to go like like Common common Parlance, Best Buy has the Geek Squad, whatever. So I feel like like Nerd in particular feels like there's some sort of like useful knowledge in there. Like, you're a nerd, so you, you want to marry a calculator. And yeah. I'm just useless. So I feel like we should reclaim the word dweeb. Oh, I wouldn't mind. Yeah. I mean, not that dweeb's the best word, but I'm saying something yeah, like dweeb, you something know? Something like dweeb, yeah. Because it's just, because Geek is just, I don't know. And uh, yeah, it's like there's this the the whole like geek chic thing is, is kind of tiresome. Like there's that whole website, geeks are sexy. Yeah,
1: fuck that. Yeah, who cares? No, I mean, and I'm, I'm actually which,
0: fine. by the way, like like and I know this is something not to rail this because this is something you've talked about on, on your podcast before. But uh, you know how like Facebook will do a thing where where it shows you like people that comment or like on things that their friends do. Yeah, you know what I mean. This friend of mine commented on a on a on a website. It was uh something to sexy atheists. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and that just made me so sad.
1: Yeah, that's fun. But on the on the other side I'm also quite happy that the nerd things that I were that I was into when I was growing up it's gotten popular enough cuz I've seen not saying all the movies are good, but without it getting popular, none of the Marvel movies come out, none of like right. there's been some really fun uh, no, absolutely. comic book uh, yeah. movies.
0: I don't want to I don't want to like pretend that like like ugh, everything was better before people started liking it because it's the fact that it's more mainstream is is awesome in a lot of ways. Yeah. It's just more that It's more sort of coming to terms with it because, like, Star Wars is screwed for me. And I'm not even talking about just, like, the prequels, but, like, has there been a Star Wars joke that hasn't been made? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, is there anything original to say about them anymore? Like, they're like the Italian lira of of nerddom. Like, it's just useless. There's just... Millions and millions and millions hmm. of it just as as a as like a nerd reference point it just doesn't mean anything.
1: I think Salacious Crumb still there's a mine there that still you know, untapped. You haven't
0: been to says dot com.
1: Oh god, I was so upset when NBC canceled that pilot.
0: I know. Uh, I thought I, I thought I had to.
1: We now interrupt the adscast for a commercial message from Philip Morris Cigarettes, proudly introducing its new Radium miles. Daddy, what's that you're smoking? The package sure looks swell. Well, son, I'm glad you asked. Our friends at Philip Morris have teamed up with top scientists from local university to create a hybrid blend of radium and tobacco. It soothes your T-zone and gives you the smooth pull you expect from Philip Morris brand cigarettes. But, Daddy, isn't radium the glowing stuff? Why doesn't your cigarette glow? (laughs) Oh, Billy, will you never learn? You see, that's the miracle of science. Philip Moore's brand cigarettes sure knows how to soothe my hankering. Now, let's get you to bed. Golly, Dad, do you think when I grow up, you'll let me smoke Philip Moore's brand radium milds? Well, I don't know about that, Billy, but maybe when your mother's not home, you can take a couple puffs. Uh- <laughs> this commercial interruption has been brought to you by Philip Morris Brand Cigarettes, the cigarette of the Alex cast. Now, back to our show. I have been known, not, not recently, mind you, but I've been known in my youth to, to indulge in some uh, illicit substances. And, uh, one time, I was, uh, one of those things I did, I did a lot of the acid, uh, which was awesome. One time I figured out math, like, I was looking at this guy's backyard, and I figured out the math of nature, and I was like, whoa, hey, I get it. And then, uh, that, that starting realization went away the next day, which sucks, because I was right there, like, I could, I could almost see, like, the Fibonacci sequence in the way the grass and the trees were laid out, it was fucking wild. Um, another time I, uh... Another time I had written, uh, you know there's you get trails when you're on acid? Another time I was smoking a cigarette, and I was writing my name with a trail, I had the thought that I had burned my name into the universe. That, that, that would actually, trend, you know, that this was actually like a transcendental moment in which my name burnt into, from that universe into the next one. Which, weirdly enough, this is well before I thought I changed universes. Uh, so... But the time, the time I think this the, the breakdown happened, and I've, I've talked about this before, the, the, well, I've referenced it before, was, and I would like to talk about it now, because I can't think of anything else to talk about. But, uh, is, uh, um one time I, I almost died when I was on, uh, Magic Mushrooms. And, uh, it's been referred to as an ego death moment, uh, where everything broke down and, you know, I don't know, just look up the term ego death. I wonder, well, let's look it up together, shall we? Because we've got nothing but time. Uh, ego death. Uh, ego death is an experience that reveals an illusory aspect of the ego, sometimes undergone by psychonauts, mystics, shamans, monks, psychologists, and blah blah blah. blah. Um, so, yeah, um, it, yeah, about how the ego is temporary. So anyway, right, yeah, so I'll tell you this story. So I was. 20, I think. Maybe it was a little older than that. I don't, I don't know, I can't remember. Let's just go with 18 or 19, somewhere around there. And uh, this is kind of the height of uh, drug-using days. We were gathered together. it was me, my girlfriend, uh, my friend Jim, and my friend Rick. Well, not, you know, that's just first names, obviously. Um, so we were in my uh, room in New Jersey, and we were uh, eating mushrooms. Mushrooms taste. Poorly, they're uh, poo-like in their flavor, kind of disgusting, earthy, musky, fucking gross. It really, that's the long and short of it. So uh, yeah, we're doing mushrooms, and I ended up we were splitting up the bag, and I ended up doing like I did like a I didn't do the the Terrence McKenna f- five dried grams or whatever, but like it's probably pretty close to that. You know, heroic dose, I believe, is the phraseology. I did a bunch, and I was downing with orange juice, which, r- reportedly, orange juice is supposed to uh, increase the visuals of a Trip or uh, the the efficacy of, uh, of uh, like, ethanogens. Those were big words, and I think I mispronounced two of them. But, uh, yeah, it's supposed to make the drugs better, supposedly. But people also said they made it worse. But anyway, the point is, I, I ate too many mushrooms because I was just in a bad mood, and I was going to be like, fuck this. I can, I can do anything. Grrr, look at me. I, I have muscles and exterior genitalia. Grr, I will punch things. So, we, uh, we all eat mushrooms. And, um I, they, we go to, uh, this house. And I remember the name of the fellow that has the house, but I'm not going to, uh, say it. But let's just say he, you know, this very nice house. So they've got a bit of half acre of woods on the front of it, so you have to drive up to the house and it's you know really fucking like affluent neighborhood. So we go inside and they're watching we're listening to this band practice in the basement. it's stifling in the basement. It is just moist and hot. Ugh it, oh, it's gross. And that's when the drugs started kicking in. Um uh, we're right outside of Barstow. Um so uh, yeah, it's, it starts getting very hot in this basement where they're practicing and it's just loud and awful. So I'm like, uh, you know, I'm going to go upstairs because I, I, I'm going to walk out of there and I saw that there was this guy playing uh, uh, video games on the couch upstairs. And he, uh, This guy actually looked a lot like my brother, weirdly enough. I don't remember his name. I think it was Vin. No, maybe it isn't. But who gives a shit? Anyway, he looked like my brother. So, uh, oh, the other creepy part about this room, because this room's kind of important. This is where every, this is where the, the majority of the trip takes place. Uh, or the, the, the sequence of events that led to my downhill fall, ego death, and later complete psychological ruin, including anxiety attacks and years of depression. Um, I don't know if that's true, but it might be. Either way, comedy podcast, woo, stick to the funny stuff. So, uh, I am tripping and, and everything's kinda going fine, except for it's hot downstairs, and in the house, in that room, attached to that room, is a fucking, uh, aviary. There's, there's parrots. A room full of parrots. So I walk in the room full of parrots, or macaques, or whatever the fuck name. And, uh, and they're squawking and saying words, you know, hello, and all that shit, and that's,
0: woo, that's
1: a bad idea. So, uh, I go back in, I sit down, and I was watching, I was like, hey, you mind if I uh, watch you play the game there? And he's like, oh, no, I don't mind, you wanna play? I'm like, no, no, I'm good. I just, it looks neato, and, uh, you know, I'm on mushrooms, and, uh, I'm just gonna watch that. And he's like, okay, cool. So I'm watching him play the game, and, uh, I notice, uh, there's this, uh, painting on the wall in a, in a very, uh, avant garde is not the phrase I'm looking for, but, uh, a, a, a like a surrealist almost? Uh, no. Like kind of, you know, you paint what your emotions look like less than actual objects kind of thing. I don't know what the art word for that is. Uh, maybe it was one of those words I said. Probably not because I don't know much about art. But anyway. Interpretist? Who gives a fuck? And that thing starts moving around and I start seeing shit in it, you know, like a magic eye painting. I was like, whoa! Like this shit's getting real, son. So as, uh, as I'm sitting there, uh, I, uh, I noticed that my eyelid was feeling odd. So I touched my eyelid, and I'm like, oh, this is weird. I'm trying to figure it out. And my eyelid falls off. And I'm like, whoa, fuck. And that's freaky enough. Uh, I mean, obviously it didn't actually fall off, but, the, you know, the sensory information that was given to me through my drug-addle brain, I thought my eyelid fell off. I was like, whoa. And this is the fucking freakiest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I did see it. On the table, there's one of these little Hummel figures. You know, the little ceramic little kids kind of thing. Well, the ceramic little kid's in a, in a, in a swimming boat, in a swimming boat, a fishing boat, hmm, uh, standing up with a fishing line, uh, you know, fishing pole in his hand, and I look, I'm looking at it, and the fucker drops the fishing pole, and in this mechanical motion, raises its arm and goes, hi, right at me, <laughs> weirdest shit ever, so I was like, oh, boy, like, th- this is, this is not going good, and to be fair, I never had, like, a bad experience on, on drugs before, um. I mean, you know, I'm sure I probably got angry on coke or something, but you know, like never really had anything like this where I'm like, oh boy, this is, I gotta, I gotta get my, keep my shit in check. So I go to the bathroom and I'm like, alright, gut check, let's get myself fucking set up here, take a piss. And I look in the mirror and my face starts falling off, you know, that stereotypical thing you're not supposed to do when you're an acid or mushrooms look in the mirror when well, my face just sloughing off. Like, you know, my, my forehead turned like eight times the length. And just my whole face started dropping. I was like, oh, fuck. So I'm starting to get, like, actually a little panicky here. And I'm like, alright, I'm gonna go outside. I'm gonna sit on the front steps. I'm gonna smoke a cigarette. And, uh, so uh, I'm sitting on the front, uh, stoop. I light a cigarette. And keep in mind, it was like, uh, it's nighttime. And there's like half an acre of woods before, uh, the next, the closest street. So I light the cigarette and I'm outside, you know, looking at these woods and it's just. The cigarette just tasted, and the only, and it's this weird synesthesia that you have when, when you're on these kind of drugs, but the, it tasted, the cigarette tasted brown, it tasted like brown death. So I was inhaling this brown death, and I'm like, oh, this is awful, this is a death cult. I kept running in my head, this is a death cult, I'm worshipping death right now with this cigarette. So I put it out, I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't know what to fucking do. So, uh. That's where it starts getting foggy here. But I go back downstairs and it's really hot. And I talk to I talk to my girlfriend, and then uh, we go back upstairs. And the next thing I kind of remember I mean maybe there was some stuff in between there. I watched some more wrestling, video game. But the next thing I really remember is we're we're trying to leave, and I'm just sitting there waiting and just really fucked up. So we walk outside, and they're walking to uh to Rick's car. Now, keep on to this point. As I said, I've never really had problems on drugs before. I was always kind of the strong one. Like I, I could always drink more than everybody else. I could get higher. I could do more below. Like I, I was, I was fucking Danny, dependable when it came to uh, illicit substances. I could get you through the night, you know. So uh, they're walking, and I just, uh, I just fell. Um, I'm like, hey guys, I need help. And uh, so the last real part I remember super well was uh, one of them going, "What did he just say?" And, uh, and then I uh, was kind of carried into the car almost. So they, they, they draw me in the front seat of, uh, this, this old Buick, um, and we're driving home and the drive takes forever. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's a 10 minute drive or whatever, but they're driving me back to my house and, uh, the parts that are well, it's kind of hard to tell those in order cause no real order. Okay, I'll tell you, from their perspective, I'm lying back on the seat perspiring heavily, and the only thing I've said is kid please turn the music off. And uh there was no music on at the time. Um and then at some point I corrected them on a Simpsons quote, uh which and they say that's when they knew I was okay cuz uh, I was a big Simpsons fan. So that's what they saw. Uh from my perspective, I was in the car and we're driving down the street and it became this kind of incredibly high, like, metal music. That, like, really dark, like, slayer kind of shit. You know, cannibal corpse. Just, you know. And we're driving, and my head's fucking leaning back on the seat. And I'm literally seeing demons fly. I'm sitting in the front seat. There's demons flying at the car. Literal fucking demons. Like, have you ever seen... um I don't even, it's almost like uh, that scene where in Beavis and Butthead, Do America, I think it was that movie where Rob Zombie kind of drew all those demon guys morphing into each other. It's kind of like that. They're almost cartoony, but like really dark and scaly and sinister. And they're kind of flying through me through the car. And then at some point I was like, "Uh, I'm good. And they start tearing the window open. Like, but the window would tear, like, bifurcate sideways in these, like, three prongs, you know, three claws, just tearing the window open. And then the window would kind of reseal itself, like, as if it was liquid. But it was also kind of tearing at my face, and I was like, oh, fuck, I don't, you know, oh, it was bad. So, this, uh, this yellow street light, which I later figured out which street light it was, but it was literally blinking the word hell. <laughs> it's, I mean, it sounds like this is this cheesy made-up thing, but it was literally blinking the word hell. So, uh... I, uh, yeah, so it's blinking the word hell, and we get home, and I don't really remember how I got in the house, but, uh, my girlfriend got me into my room. And we go in my room, and I'm starting to feel, I don't know, less less terrified, I mean, because she's there I'm in my room, I know, you know, it's comfortable. And so, I'm trying to find music to play, and I put it in a cave, and I'm like, oh no, this is, again, this is like this death cult, this is death, you know, this is brown death. And, I turned, I was like, oh, fuck, I can't do music, and I'm like, I think I end up leaving something on, but I'm laying down, and she's laying with uh, with her head on my chest, and uh, I turned on my Christmas lights, so they're going, they wrap around my room, and they're going in, like, a specific design where it's, you know, kind of chasing, like, one light chases the other, kind of like a runner design. And, uh, so I'm laying down, and I'm really, I'm um, cold, uh, And my heart's slowing down really bad. And I remember being just in cold sweats. And her her head's on my chest. And uh, she described my heartbeat as like this. Going... Just this low, slow heartbeat. And, uh, yeah, I remember feeling like that kind of slipping away. Like, I really felt like I was slipping away. Um, I remember the music kind of reminded me of an abortion, weirdly enough. Like, it just had this, like, awful kind of medical death to it, you know? So, uh, she's, uh, she told me later that she was very concerned, uh, that she was gonna call an ambulance, uh, that, you know, that her boyfriend's gonna die, that, you know, I'd poison myself. So, I, I'm laying there and I'm looking at the, uh, looking at the lights, and I see this little green light running around my room. It's a little green light with everybody chasing it. I'm like, ah, it's like The Legend of Zelda, that's like Link. And I pop up, and I'm just like, I need to play Nintendo! I'm literally fucking... I am revived, son. I feel fucking wonderful. I grab the Nintendo, plug it in, and I play fucking Mario Brothers. I don't know how I got from there. But the Goombas were fucking real life, man. They were these monsters, these these whatever mushroom monsters they were, and the weird duck guys, whatever their fucking names were, the Koopa Troopers, were like 32-bit. Like, it was amazing. Blew my fucking mind out, you know? So, uh I was so happy, and Jen was just like, what the fuck's happening? So she ends up going to sleep and I literally played fucking super Mario brothers for like six hours until I was fine. You know, I finally fucking came down and I went to sleep and I woke up the next day and I was fucking right as rain, but, um, a little psychologically scarred for the effort. But, um, yeah, so, uh, but, and then, uh, so she was really concerned. She was talking about it and I got the details filled in like the, the Simpsons quoting and what I was like, and they are wondering if they should bring me to hospital. And, uh, so uh at that point I was like, ah, oh, I can't be killed, you know, and I started running this thing and she was so mad at me that it was just, you know, that I made it a joke that uh, you know, oh I can't be killed. I'm fucking I'm I'm immortal. I'm I'm fucking flawless. And uh so yeah, yeah that was the time I almost died in mushrooms. Also from uh the audience we have the question Is there a film you've ever had to switch off because it was just too weird? Uh I'm gonna add to that and say, uh Non-porno, non-snuff film, too weird/slash too graphic/slash you know, a film you've had to turn off for its content. John, do you, do you have one? Well, before
0: lines? before I, I get into that, I will say that uh, I had the the luxury of hearing someone describe their new TV tonight as big enough so that midget porn looks like real people. That's awesome. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was a good. I thought yeah, that was that's a good well joke. done. Yeah, no. Uh, not w- weird isn't the right word. Bad. Like i I'm a big David Lynch fan. Yeah. I love David Lynch. I hate when people try to be surreal that are terrible at it. Like I've seen I've seen enough student films and starting out filmmakers that want to be deep and whatever and it's shit. Uh Begotten is a movie I'll throw out there. Uh it's made by the guy if you have ever seen I think it's called Shadow of the Vampire with Willem Dafoe. It's oh, supposed yeah, to be yeah. yeah, sort of like sort of a fictitious behind the scenes of the original Nosferatu movie where the guy that plays uh, Dracula is actually a vampire. Yeah. Same director. And begotten is this woeful piece of shit. Oh, that, really? Like the the big thing is one of the big things about it. If you're if you're a big sort of cinematography nerd or whatever, is the guy like there's tons of like post processing done, like where he would he would project the negatives and then film the negatives and all this crazy crazy stuff. So that's very kind of specific to it. But it is an hour and a half. The soundtrack is crickets. It's just crickets. It starts oh, okay. off it starts off with God, basically this God type character dying like he slit his own throat and he's dying and then mother nature comes in and jerks him off because why not and then has a baby and that baby gets beaten up for the next 90 minutes it's just the worst movie i've ever seen
1: yeah i've not seen that movie but i've seen that movie like yeah that, like that yeah, yeah. it's I, just
0: I, it's great. so so as far as like like too weird i've never been like <laughs> no like this doesn't my brain doesn't get this it's more just like this is stupid historically
1: i have been a show myself anything kind of fellow like i watched you know murder videos and things mm-hmm. so that's the time i watched most of the shock video and in my recent life i've changed my opinion on
0: that. which which by the way i love uh uh this was this was some time ago but when you had on uh oh i can't remember her name right now uh glasses lillian lillian like you were talking about some some video where uh uh check with two heads gives a blow job yeah right and then like not 10 minutes before you're like, I'm so glad I don't know who honey boo boo is, which I love. I yeah. just, just that I love that. You're like, like, Oh, I don't know honey boo boo, but, uh, I've seen the worst shit possible <laughs> that a human being can actually see. Well, yeah, I don't just that, just that dichotomy. No, I, makes I, laugh.
1: I understand where you can, where, where you're seeing that, but I'm right. not, do, I'm not doing the, I don't have TV honey. Boo no, 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 movie. no. I'm not saying it's second. Like yeah. It's this elitist yeah. thing.
0: It's just more that I like that, that. You get you're terrible from completely. <laughs> well, yeah, because if it's
1: gonna be terrible, why would I? It is.
0: It is all the way terrible. Yeah,
1: there's no point. But th- nowadays, I, I can't watch. Like, I can't watch beheading videos. I can't watch like people getting. I just I really become super sensitive that shit, and I don't. No, I, just,
0: I have I have a coworker that loves that. Like on Live Leak or whatever, will be like, Yo, here's a video of a dude like getting blown up, and they film his hand. I used why to be able to watch that when I was
1: younger. Now it's just fucking. I still remember. It's still in my head. So. It's,
0: it's, What's like a uh, rotten.com? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I used to. Yeah. 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 I, I used to go remember, there and now I just. Yeah.
1: Um, the still of Kurt Cobain with his. Head, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. But, um, it's like,
0: I can't do that.
1: So to, to answer Eden's question, uh, not with any kind of weirdness, because I like weirdness is fine. Like it's boring is the only thing I'll yeah. turn a movie off for. But like, I think now rewatching some of the more like gory fucked up movies from my younger days, I don't know if I'd be able to sit through it. or not necessarily can sit through it but just wouldn't want to mm-hmm. but then to, to be extra more fair because i think that's you know the spirit of the question was sort of answered is i will never watch a screen if i know a bone breaking scene is coming up in close-up like if somebody pulls their finger back and snaps it oh yeah if a bone pops out of an arm like in slow like mm-hmm. it looks i absolutely will not watch it it's it gets in my head too much i cannot I'm, I am just know how neurotic I am, and I know that's going to sit in my, the whatever mm-hmm. recessed corner of my brain and wait for me to be, like, trying to go to sleep. And I'll just hear the sound of a breaking bone and be like, oh, hey, there's three more hours I'm going to be awake. So, yeah, I'll turn that off pretty goddamn instantaneously. Yeah.
0: Huh. Well, um, yeah, I don't know. There's so much stuff that, like, all these movies that I loved when I was in high school that I went back and watched again, and I'm just like, oh, my God, this is terrible. Yeah. And, I, and I don't even mean, like, stuff like Armageddon was rad, bro. It's more... Like uh, uh if any if anyone out there is familiar with Tetsuo the Iron Man. The, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The filmmaker of that uh uh made uh there was a sequel. There there's there's a couple of sequels. There's Tetsuo the Body Hammer, Tetsuo 2 the Body Hammer, uh and then he made this movie called um uh, oh it's Tokyo Fist. Which I really liked in I in high I school. It's yeah, it's sort of like like these, rest, yeah. these brothers, and one of them's a boxer, and it's all just sort of like about self mutilation and destruction like that. Yeah, I definitely saw that, that, like, yeah. When it. Yeah, when I saw it, I was like, "Oh man, this is awesome!" And several years ago. Like I still have the VHS of it, and yeah. I was watching. It. I was like, "Man, what the hell was wrong with me?" Oh yeah, that yeah. I enjoyed this movie. Yeah, and not not like a, like a like. Oh my god, I was this screwed up individual. It's more just, man, that movie sucks. Like, why did I think that was? Yeah, good? there's some
1: like Miyake stuff, like Visitor Q. I went back and watched recently, and it's like I never really is... liked
0: that. I mean, each of the killer, each of the killer, like for a long time i referred to it as, as my guilty pleasure because it was like what the hell is wrong with me that i like this movie but it's so like like looking at it now it's just like it's so over the top i still like it and
1: that's why yeah, because I still it's like so it. over the top yeah like, it's that's... just so
0: ridiculous but yeah, i would never yeah. seen anything like that before yeah you
1: yeah, know that one's still holds but visitor plan.
0: q just felt too like try too hard like i don't know like what almost like like that that what i what i was talking about when uh um student films whatever people that see movies like david lynch movies and like i'm gonna try to be weird yeah it felt like that just felt not not in the david lynch sense but like i'm gonna push the envelope obviously yeah
1: yeah like visual Q, they got that scene where they're like the chick spring breast milk out yeah exactly that's what i'm talking about yeah all right so in my in my best david lynch impression i'm going to read the next one i'm excited for this yeah yeah as a follow-up what's the most unusual film You'd actually recommend to people. You have nothing to fear but fear itself. That I'm was not, FDR. Yeah, but that was. not <laughs> yeah, you ever hear a fucking David Lynch talk? That wasn't that yeah. far away from David Lynch. <laughs> it's trust me, David I, Lynch like, threw a Victrola. I'm not. I'm not saying it was a good fucking impression. I'm saying it was better that I'm
0: getting. getting like I, that sounded kind
1: of Lynchian. I'll have to listen back. Uh, so yeah. Um, uh, what's the most unusual film you'd actually recommend to people? Most
0: unusual film you'd actually recommend. Uh. God, I need. I need. And what this, do you I think about, about it? About I, I have a quick. Yeah.
1: I have a quick answer to this, and just because it's my quick answer, I think it fits the spirit of the question. that you actually recommend mostly because he directed Lord of the Rings and now The Hobbit. I would go back and watch Peter. Uh, Peter Jackson's Meet the Feebles. Oh, so,
0: I hate that movie.
1: It's so fucking. Oh, I fucking bu- hate that movie. It's just it's it's Muppets doing drugs and fucking. Right, it's but just, like, guess what? Ha
0: ha ha! Now you have ninety minutes to sit through of that.
1: Yeah, that's why there's. Yeah, yeah, it's so fucking yeah. I mean, I haven't sat through it in a long time, so it's probably just absolutely terrible. But it's just such a weird goddamn film.
0: It's it's also this thing where like, it's it's we're at, we're at a point as a society now where like seeing a puppet dick is is blasé.
1: Like, yeah, <laughs> like
0: oh, what does it have a puppet dick? Oh, I've seen that <laughs> yeah. twelve times today on the internet. Gosh, I don't know because there's there's stuff that like I could get all pretentious-y and be like like I love uh Koyaanisqatsi. That's not like a movie that like normally people would see. It's, it's a lot of it, like just like time-lapse footage and stuff oh, like okay. that. Yeah. But it's really good. It's got a Philip Glass soundtrack, so it depends how much if you absolutely hate Philip Glass, you're yeah. not going to like it. But I actually this movie I saw initially in high school for a home class and I hated it, but I I ended up sort of growing to love it. So that's weird in the sense that like it's not something you would normally watch, but I'm sure I've seen weirder movies that that I would like 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 weirder more surreal, like, enjoyable movies, but just yeah. nothing's coming to mind right now. Well, That's I mean, you go the, on, the, on the lynch ride, I would definitely recommend um, Eraserhead. Oh, absolutely. Um, no, well, I, I I mean, I, I would go with Tetsuo the Iron Man. and I, I would throw that in there. Like, that movie is just bonkers. Like, you're not going to walk out of it a better person yeah. like that. It's just, like, if you want to go, man, I feel like I should, like, have weird feelings about the Japanese. Watch that movie. Yeah, like, and what then... the fuck did I just sit there kind yeah. of weird? Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, these are the, because there's a bunch of these that I like that I like also don't like. If you're into long form weirdness, and this is actually just, okay, let me recommend this in the way that if you can deal with 70s films for their pacing. Oh, absolutely. If you like the original Solaris, which I do, Mm -hmm. um, uh, any Jodorowsky film like uh, El Topo or Holy Mountain, holy fuck are those weird films. Yeah. And they're just. Like, I'm just I'm I just admittedly too impatient these days to watch it. But like when I'm in a cinema mood, like if I'm in a cinema, like I can I want to sit through Solaris. I want a three hour Russian epic. Oh, those Jodorowsky films are kind of amazing, but like really fucking odd. Yeah, I I feel like
0: there are several movies that I've seen recently or that I've tried to watch recently that I've been like, man, 10 years ago, I would have been all about this. Yeah. And I feel like I came into Jodorowsky way too late because I've I've tried watching El Topo. I'm like, all right, a naked eight year old with a gun. Let's someone flip and do something. Yeah. Well. But I'm like, man, like 10 years ago when I was like up late watching it, and I, cause I had no job I'd be like, man, this, this blown my mind hole.
1: Yeah. And then, um, since, uh, this does come from, uh, at monkey magic Eden, big shout out, uh, being a, a, a man of European descent, I would recommend six string samurai as a, Oh film man, that has been a while. Yeah. I one love that goddamn movie. And then two, I think the added dimension of it being so ridiculously dripping in Americana, I, I, I think it's... is the wrong word. You know what I'm saying. No,
0: it's, no, no. I don't think it's necessarily the wrong word. What I will say is that, yes, the kid's annoying. Deal with it. Like, like oh, just like fair. that's... Yeah, you're, you're correct in your opinion that the kid is flipping annoying. Just, it's it's worth it. It's worth it. Like, look past that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Just wait for the kid. I, essentially, 6 inch Samurai is... um. Uh, said in a world that the Russians and the Americans went to, uh, you know, nuclear civil war and the Russians win. The only part of America that's still left as being an American enclave is Las Vegas, in which Elvis Presley is reigning king for the past 40 years. Uh, Elvis having died, every sword-slinging, guitar-playing badass is crossing the wastelands to get into Las Vegas to become the new king. And we follow around a guy that looks like Buddy Holly, who has a samurai sword and a guitar. Is is he called Buddy in the movie? He's referred to it as that, but I don't
0: I feel like his name's like barely even said ever. No, I
1: don't think his name is said, but I think in the credits it's listed as buddy. And I think maybe the little kid screens buddy at some point running after him, but I'm not entirely sure if it's just that, or if it's just like, then that's and, mainly his dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the little kid's annoying for the first you know third of the film, but look past it. But anyway, yeah, I highly recommend that. Um,
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't think of anything like, like again, like initially, um, Generally uh if if you want stuff that's probably going to be weird to you uh foreign films are good. A lot of Japanese films are weird uh again if I want to get all all pretentious I don't know who said it but someone said that uh Americans are best at plot, Europeans are best at ca- uh character and the Japanese are best at atmosphere. And uh for that to the, for that uh that that latter part I would definitely recommend the Japanese films uh Woman in the Dunes and uh, Oni Baba both like the sort of the atmosphere is sort of really ever present on those and, oh, and, and really good.